impossible, impossible for me to overstate how important this song is to me. The British rock band The Cult found a way to bridge the hair metal, the ridiculous extravagance of hair metal of the 80s with really cool indie rock cred and they became my favorite in the mid 80s this particular track off this particular album i was thinking well it's definitely one of my favorites of the 80s but the album love 1985 by the band cult might be in my top 10 albums of all time sorry did i come on too strong no here? not at all when you're about 15 years old and you're at a concert in mesa arizona at the amphitheater and this band the cult comes on Come on, really? Yeah, I got to see them outdoors. Stop yeah, it. I did. And the funny thing is, at 15, you want to hear the Effenheimer, you want to say the Effenheimer as much as possible around your friends, just because then you're really cool. Does Effenheimer stand for Frankfurter? It does. Okay. So, <clears throat> the lead singer of this band, I can't remember his name. You Ian probably, Asbury. Yeah, Ian, yeah. Literally the reason I grew my hair out. It might be hard for you to imagine, but I once had my hair more than halfway down my back because I was so enamored of Ian Asbury and him in front of the cult. Well, he just, every time between songs, is a new song for you fuckers. <laughs> like, just really? over and over that's to the weird. point where even the 15-year-old, he's like, man. That's, that's probably enough fuckers. That's a, that's a lot of F-bombs that's, right seems like a, a lot I mean, of hey, man, I, I got a I got a gal here with me. That so she really it. cares for that kind of language. I don't. I don't, I don't see how coarse language is going to help Ian. Uh, let's yeah, just have a rock show. yourself to the audience. Wow, it's the Brian Oak Show, episode three hundred and forty-four of this particular podcast. Uh, here we are in the Smart Start MN Studios. The reason I started with that song is I woke up from thunder at four a.m. this oh, morning. Yeah. It literally poured and thundered for the last seven hours. We don't usually get that kind of extended system up here. We certainly haven't much this summer. Man, it's been raining nonstop. No, and I I usually have a handle on the upcoming weather because I'm just a dork and I like to golf a little bit. Um, <laughs> so maybe that has something to do with it. But I had zero clue we were going to get a storm in the middle of the night, and it was loud. I woke up, too. Our dog even barked a couple of times, which she doesn't usually give a shit about storms, but... Man, that was freaking loud last night. The, my alarm goes off at 4 a.m. every morning at about 3.57. Oh. There was one of those giant cracks right behind the house. I was like, yeah. oh, I, I didn't know. I mean, you know, is the house exploding? Are we, on, is, are we in war? I don't like know. Like Fat Albert bending over, like that kind of big crack. Wow. Sorry, that's, wow. That's not appropriate. This is a, how my mind works. Did you make a Fat Albert joke? This is how Look, my mind works, Brian. I'm so sorry. To you are anybody. not cultivating the younger end of the demo right now. <laughs> that's true. Nobody knows. Who, I don't even, I'm not even offended by the joke. <laughs> Nobody. Oh. It's just the weirdest show. I almost did a mush mouth impersonation. Oh, you got to That would have that been, we would be canceled. This would be the final episode. Yeah, but come on. You All know. Right. Here's the deal. We have a guest who is <laughs> yes. very kindly and very patiently waiting to hang out with us. But before we get there, Smart Start MN, Minnesota's original ignition interlock company, they're the ones who, once you effed up, once you drunk, drank, drunk, drunk, it's been a long week, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> once you drink and drive, you're going to lose your license and you want to get back in your car as soon as possible. They're affordable. They're reasonable. They've been at it since the very beginning. They helped devise the program. There's really not a better way to go. Yeah. And you said if you drink and drive, that's only if you get caught and you will get caught eventually. No, I'm sure that could never happen to anybody. <laughs> go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show. That'll get you 20% off the installation. 
of the ignition interlock. We got to say thank you real quickly before yes. we go to this next song. Last night, um, you organized a wonderful Patreon event for us uh, at a very, very cool place in St. Paul, a former Masonic temple that still holds some of the weirdness and majesty, yeah. but we also had a great band perform live last night. Yeah, Doug Collins and the receptionists, uh, just a great bunch of guys, uh, Randy Broughton and uh, Billy Dankert, formerly of the Gear Daddies, then you got Charlie Riley, our good friend. And then, of course, the lead, Doug Collins. Uh, so Doug Collins and the receptionist just frickin' brought it last night. I got to say, you know, man, like, it was just, I like to watch oh. a band mature. Like They've all obviously been talented in doing what yes. they do for a long time. But Doug's voice, I've probably seen him a dozen or so yeah. times. His voice never sounded better, and their harmonies have never sounded tighter. It was, and then, you know, Randy on the, the, the lap steel. Yeah. It was fucking fantastic it last night. It really man. was. And uh, Rob Genetic uh, running the sound. Yep. Um, he really did a great job with the sound in that room. And that's, that's the thing. Had I, I'd never been there before to see a show. Right. And just as a music nerd, as we both are, I was just a little concerned that that might be the problem that, oops, where we don't know the, the sound in this room right and that can turn out really bad if you don't know what you're doing so nice job by rob uh, i've been to oak on the waters before that were like that like we shouldn't be doing this here and no one can hear and it sounds like garbage but last night last night was really nice man so everyone who's ever been a patreon supporter a listener of the show a guest of our show thank you very much for still being part of this weird party because i mean we're we are coming up on four years that's crazy what are you gonna get me I've already gotten you something. Um, <laughs> Such a lie. Yeah. Such a dirty. So something I know it's not here. It hasn't arrived yet, but I've got it ordered up. <laughs> um, it's reserved. No, it's I just Amazon. I got it. They're they're backed up. Apparently, well, I went to your registry and supply chain <laughs> issues. <laughs> Brian just has a registry for gifts, just for anybody who wants All to get them ra- random gifts. Anniversary. Here's stuff. Birthday, here's Father's stuff that Day, I need. <laughs> Arbor Day. Whatever. Yeah. No, I'm gonna need one of those little three clawed things to garden with in the oh, near future. You know it. What's that called? Um, garden claw. Yeah. Yeah. Katie Tessman is a veteran of the Brian Oak Show, and she will be our guest just ahead. But I got to be honest, when I was woken up by thunder this morning, I got up, you know, shook the sleep out of my eyes and started my day. I got soaked four different times outside today. So I got a little bit of that wet dog thing going on right now. How do I smell? A little bit like a wet dog. Yeah, well, these things will happen. Uh, anyway, it's been it's literally been pouring, and the, the rain is all I could think about, which is why we're going to go to this particular disco classic. I thought about starting the show with this one, but it's so good all the way through. The original was done by Eddie Floyd, but I think we'll all agree that one of the pinnacles of human creativity was late 70s disco when Amy Stewart covered Knock on Wood. It's the Brian Oak Show podcast.
Yeah, today has been all thunder and lightning. I'm telling you, like it didn't stop, but now it's supposed to be a beautiful weekend out in front of us. And I like good news. Speaking of good news, a veteran of the Brian Oak Show podcast is back again, and her smile is almost hard to look at. It's so big all the time. Exactly. Katie Tessman, how are you? Good morning. Hi, I'm great. Good. That's great to hear. You've been busy. You're very active, and I know that you probably have a very busy end of 2023 and 2024 to get to. But before we do any of that nonsense, you describe yourself on Facebook, and I don't want to take anybody to task. We don't go TMZ here, right, Sean? No, not anymore. Until today. (laughs) You describe yourself as a mom, author, singer, songwriter, survivor, maker, ed, and literacy champion. And now I love that because I'm the same way. I deliver books to little free libraries all the time because it, kids, you grab the right book, your life's changed forever. Yep. Why is being a literacy champion important enough for you to describe yourself that way? Because I love books mm-hmm. and I love tricking kids into reading <laughs> <laughs> That's a good trick. Yes, yeah. yes. And there's um I like advocating the um the reluctant reader, letting them know that if you start reading a book and you don't like it, you don't have to finish it. Right. You can put it down and move on because there's always another book that you could read. Thousands of other books you could read. Thousands. I love that answer. Yes. Um, how's your 2023 been so far? Are you good? Oh, really good. My day job, I'm a project manager for new school libraries with a woman-owned company in, Ma- in um, Burnsville. Mackin Educational Resources. Sean, that means she works for the government. This is all a cover oh, no, story. No no, 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 I'm just kidding. I'm not diminishing anything. Please go on. And um, I think the best news of all in September, um, uh, the state of Texas wanted to uh, make a law that if an explicit book was found in a school library, dun, 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 dun. the librarian would be arrested. And they could also... Um, Go after the vendor who sold the book. See, that, that, that's, that's such tricky territory. Everyone knows that's obviously upside down and so wrongheaded. But also, like, I mean, like, once you say that, like, well, what's offensive? What's explicit? What? Yes. And then at that point, I mean, that's literal fascism. Yes, yes. And luckily, uh, the, the, the law is, is, is against the Constitution yeah, and will not take, take place. And so my customers are not going to worry so much about the threat of being arrested. But it, it's just a, they're a bunch of bullies. Yeah. And they need to trust that there are professionals that are able to vet books and know what is appropriate at a specific interest level for a a uh, li- uh, library in K five or middle school or high school, and just trust in the system that has been in place forever. And if it is um, covers a, a area that you, as an old person, you don't understand LGBTQIA stuff. Did you just then, call me an old person? No, 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 no. Those, those stupid people. I know in what Texas. you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> That just learn, because the more we learn, 
the more the community can be stronger. And why be so scared of things that you don't know anything about? I could I couldn't agree more. Aren't you a little afraid that if these kids read these books, that it's going to interfere with their AR fifteen practice right after school? Oh, Jesus, God. good God! <laughs> I wish I grew up in a school that had AR fifteen practice because I've never wanted to hurt anybody. But man, firing a real rifle. Mm. That's tasty. No, Any, thank you. Well, no, I, I've only done it a few times, yeah. but I got to be honest. <clears throat> but it, it, it's not more important. Everything you just said is, it should be gospel. It should yes. be given curriculum. The less critical thinking we do, like, do I want young people to read Animal Farm? Yeah. Because you should fear the system. Yes. You should mm-hmm. know that there are people yep. who are not on your fucking yeah. side. Read and every every. I love it when banned book day comes around because people will post a list of like 15, 20 banned books and they'll be like, read every single one of these. You know, brilliant people like Kurt Vonnegut, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I just read books all the And the last two books I gave out were nothing special, but I feel like the people who are going to little free libraries are younger right and these are the people you want to get these are the ones you want to fish hook with one of the most amazing stories they've ever read secret garden wind in the willows i found a couple of really nice leather bound copies and just stuck them in there someone texted me about 10 minutes later like they're already gone nice that's so cool well that's the way the game's supposed the to classics. work right yeah. those are the classics i mean well and again it doesn't matter you can come up with something interesting something simple something all time it's just it's i agree wholeheartedly we're going to talk about your new record next all right but we need to hear some music first now every guest who comes on the show needs to pick the songs i don't care what they are i to me it's like that that's how you learn about people is learning about the things that inform their thinking and influence them Katie, tell me, I don't know this band. I've never heard of them. But given the amount of rainfall we've had over the last three days, it seems seems surprisingly prophetic and fitting. Well, the band is named (laughs) Burning Blue Rain. Mm. This is my son's band. Go on. And uh, once I became a mom, I became a literacy champion. Mm -hmm. So that's the segue. And um, my son started playing guitar during the pandemic. And uh, he and his buddies formed this band, and they are all like 19 and 20-year-olds. Lucky. And they love old blues music. And this is their debut single called No Peace in Mankind.
day The watchman's left his post and the hour's getting late We're drinking muddy water and we can't afford the gas People say they have the answer but that's not gonna last Too many guns and too much crime The wealth angry corrupts the powers that be My umbrella of the blues relieves the pain From today's world is falling down just like hard rain Testman, where did your son first find Albert Brooks records? <laughs> I think he did it on his own in in the year 2021. Two years ago. Yes. And, and then, then Pat back. back. Yes. 
Yes. Uh, he Growing up, he played piano and then he did percussion in school band. Mm-hmm. But it was distance learning that gave him no interest in playing drums anymore. And he came to me, Mom, I want to learn how to play your guitar. And it was the pandemic where he started guitar work. Um, my younger son, Max, made the beat. He started producing music using FL Studios and making connections all over the country. And then that's when I started songwriting again. It was 20 years between the, my last performance in, in 20, no, 2002 right. to 2022. Wow. This is all a wild story. I, I don't know what to put the context into. We're going to talk about your new record, and we're going to talk about your upcoming performance and celebration of releasing the new album. But first, we're going to turn to Sean Bernard. I understand that you, in addition to being a dashing man about town, hmm. are also a realtor. I am. Yeah, that's where I'm at in my career at this point. I'm, I sell real estate. I help people buy and sell homes. Well, I mean, the, the number of people who've said nice things about you regarding that, oh. it's actually getting a little sickening. I'm tired uh, of reading yeah. your Yelp reviews. Just like, <laughs> oh, he's the nicest. He donates money to local musicians. <sighs> he does this. <sighs> Go ahead and tell us about it anyway. I think I just had those. I had grandparents. I had my grandma on my dad's side uh, who you just, there was nobody ever competing in her whole life with giving as much as she did. Yeah. And on my, my mom's side, my grandfather, he was a mailman, uh, off of the, the Bloomington Lake, uh, post office. He would go deliver, uh, groceries to families that were in need for 30 years. Like he wouldn't tell his wife, wouldn't tell his kids. And then 30, these people showed up to his funeral and said, didn't he tell you about us? I mean, so I'm never going to get anywhere close to the generosity of my grandparents, but they, they were two of the happiest people I've ever known in my life. Were they rich? Absolutely not. Right. Were they completely broke? Pretty close mm. for most of their lives, but they were happy. They found a way to give back, and, and I just think it helps. So I give back a little bit compared to them, and I'm proud of that, being able to donate a portion of every buy and sell to an area musician or band if you know of somebody that's looking to buy or sell, 612-859-2594, that number, it's also textable. That felt a little like church. I really kind of enjoyed the last 60 seconds oh, right that's there. Good. That, well, praise, that was inspirational. Praise, praise I like to my that. grandma was... and grandpa. They were good people. Well, nothing like good people. Uh, last night, we had a very fun event, our Patreon event, and I want to thank Scott McKay and his son, Sam. Yeah, Sam. They're just, they're both really good people, too. Sam has a better voice than Morgan Freeman. He really does have like, a tremendous like, voice. He's like, hi, how are you? And I was like, whoa, Darth yeah. Vader. I don't yeah. know what's happening. But he's amazing. But Scott was cool. He was there. And we had a great time last night. I just want to thank everybody for coming out. Yeah, it was so cool of everybody to be there and to show up. And, and um, I think, you know, well, I got tons of texts and people just coming up to me and going, how great is this? Plus... I heard several people say, I didn't really know their music before this, but I really love some of those songs, including Sam, who's like, I don't know, 23 or something like right, that. Right. He was like, man, I want to get one of those songs. And Doug actually told him that hasn't been released yet. Right. You got to hear it first, but pretty cool. So, I mean, they were on fire last night. They actually. were. I mean, they I'm really not trying to use great. hyperbole yeah. and I'm no. not trying to give ourselves, you know, over praise, but... They were on it, man. I was good. Anyway, Scott McKay, the mortgage guy at Edge Home Finance. Why would people talk to him if they're trying to finance? Well, first I have to say his NMLS number, which we're required to do, 332068. Um, but one of the cool things is that people don't realize this. They think, oh, I'll just go through my bank uh, to do my mortgage. I already have my numbers. It'll be easy. Well, 
a lot of banks use the assembly line approach. So you get passed on to one person who passes it on to somebody else who passes it on to somebody else. And they're flooded with the amount of loans that they handle. Right. With Scott, he literally is your your point of contact through the entire process. He gets to know you. He cares about you. That's part of the reason why I wanted to part. I met with him first, uh, I think twice. I met with him two times before we agreed to do this. And part of that is that I needed to vet him as well. Yes, he's paying to sponsor the show, and we're very grateful for that. Mm-hmm. But we needed to find somebody that is a huge music fan, as he is, and is a decent guy. And for me, uh, from a real estate standpoint, I wanted to make sure it's somebody that I trusted that has been doing this for a very long time. He's been doing this for, I think, for 30 years or something like that. So That's kind of a long time. It really is. So go to uh, uh, Facebook. You can find the Makai Mortgage Team. You can also call him at 612-875-4338. Katie, I want to ask you, you've got a brand new record on the way. I mean, we're we're this close, right? I mean, it's almost going to be there. I mean, we can save it for later, but we're still no, we'll talking do it about next. the record. We'll do it next. All right. Um, you Just give a- me the TV hand signals there. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> Move it around. Okay, cut two. And then, yep. Stretch, stretch, stretch it, stretch. <laughs> <laughs> I want all of that to stay in. <laughs> Katie, I want to ask you, um, you've got a brand new record that's almost here, right? Yes. I mean, so what does that make you feel like? I mean, like, obviously you're excited to get it out there and get it to people. But I mean, are you nervous? Are you giddy? Yeah, absolutely. Um, this resurgence of songwriting and performing I feel like a different person, yet I feel like I'm the same person. Uh, throughout life, we all we evolve and change, and I, I've gained a lot of wisdom over my 20 years between the last song I wrote to the m- most recent last song I wrote. Which is what we're going to get to next. I just <laughs> want to know what you're feeling like here just a couple weeks out. Yeah, I'm super excited. Are you? I'm really proud, too. So... Obviously, you decided to, you know, devote your attentions other places. But 20 years between doing it and then picking it right back up is, I mean, was it daunting? Did it come right back? Did the well fill up immediately again or was it a little dry down there? Oh, uh, no. Lewis says I'm a prolific songwriter. Well, there we are. Yeah. And um, that's, that's pretty cool that your son calls you that what a kind and loving uh, thing to say for your son to say that yeah, that's pretty awesome yeah, that says a lot about to... you as a mom too that's pretty oh, cool thanks yeah. he's been trying to write songs too that's hard yeah yeah um but this local community of songwriters is really amazing and so during the pandemic i was watching uh, folks like matthew french and sarah morris mm. write these brand new songs and make these home videos and say it's for this challenge so i looked into this challenge and then i joined i mean that was a huge leap of faith and then i've just been writing and writing and writing with these people and and we're i'm getting built up and and we're we're cheerleading each other and it it feels really good that's one of the best things I've ever heard. You yeah. two are both filling my heart right now at the end of a very long, soggy week. I'm not joking. That's great. And Sarah Morris is just, it's, she's almost like a like a, a, a fairy person. Like, she's not, like, real. She's just, she's too kind. She's too nice. She's too she's funny. She's wonderful. She is really a genuinely amazing individual. Yes. You have a new record called Fly. 
I know that you are celebrating at the Astor Cafe coming up on October 14th. That is a Saturday, so two weeks from tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. Tell me, before we get into one of your songs here, tell me about this record. Where did the song start? Where did they come from? And if there's any sort of, again, I'm not looking for like a theme record. I don't expect this to be a rock (laughs) opera. I'm just wondering what's informing you right now as creative Katie? One thing I want to share about Sarah Morris is she said, what can I do to help you with this record? So I would text her a random question um, since July. What do you think of this? And her response was always the same. Remember your why. Oh, thank you, Sarah. What is my why? So this album is somewhat of like part of my why is to leave leave a legacy mm-hmm. for my children. This collection of songs are things that I feel like need to, I need to be saying these things and I want to share them with people. I am a super optimistic person and there's a few heartwarming songs on the album, but the majority of them are melancholy topics and it was therapeutic for me to, to write about tough stuff similar to my books that I have published. Um, But I want to foster a sense of togetherness. And so this collection of songs is something that I want, you know, everybody to be able to relate to in a way. And my debut single is called Vines. And it was a song I wrote for the Singer-Songwriter-Songwriting Challenge. The group is on Facebook. It sounds like it might be toxic because it's related to social media, but it isn't. It's really a life-giving group of people. And um, I had written it, I and I just kind of dropped it. But Michael Koppelman, who has been participating in the challenge, he is a fellow Hopkins Schools parent with me and my neighbor. He is the producer of my album, and he found the song and dusted it off. And it is a gem of a song. I am so proud of it. And Jillian Ray plays strings on it. I can knock it down, cut it back. I can try. But it will always reach for the sky Searching and longing, demanding to fly But most times it leads to goodbye Mumbling and fumbling
was really nice uh it's Love part of the your, strings too I, just Jillian ray is just amazing mm. fly is the name of your new release i know that you have an album release celebration happening at the aster on october 14th is that actually the same day of the release yes absolutely october 14th october is a big month for me it's my birthday month and my cancerversary month and this October is my 14th year of being cancer-free. And so I'm releasing an album on October 14th. And it's also Holy Breast Cancer God. Awareness Month, right? Yes, yeah. yes. Pinktober. Yes. Crazy. Again, I've been humbled this entire podcast because I feel like I'm <laughs> in the presence of two inspirational people that aren't like irritating inspirational, but you're like, I wish I was more like her. I wish I was more like him. You do lots of good, Brian. <clears throat> you help tons of musicians. That is so not true. Yes, it is. Anyway, uh, speaking of musicians, uh, Katie Tessman is our guest. Now, Katie, in addition to your many other storied accomplishments, you are a published author, and you brought Sean and I each a copy of this book that I would like you to describe in its entirety, if you wouldn't mind. Okay, great. Um, It is a book called Hero Now Crowned. It's the lyric picture book of my song by the same name that I released in February. Okay. Uh, the song features Nikki Lemire, who uh, performed harp and harmonies on Hero No Crown, as well as all over my new album, Great. Fly. Mm-hmm. And um, I commissioned an artist who lives in St. Paul named B.B. Keith to do the illustrations for the book. And it is a love letter to all of us who have overcome hardships. Uh, it's hard to get through life unscathed, and um, it's it's good to look back at the things that we've accomplished, even the tough stuff, uh, whether it be a health emergency or um, conquering addiction or pushing through anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. You guys are heroes. We're all heroes. 
Once again, I'm not worthy. I'm going <laughs> yeah, to go. I, I, I remembered why I didn't crack that book open again, because right before we started the show, I started reading it, and I'm getting all weepy, and I'm like, no, no, just you're tired, Brian. It's, you, you need to go lay down. Yeah. But it's also a really beautiful book. So if people want to learn more about Fly, they want to pay attention to what's happening in the world of Katie Tespin, they want to find out where to find your published works and any other thing that might be on your mind, is there a Katie Tessman ground zero? Yes, my website. Katie Which with is, a Y. K-A-T-Y. Yeah. I spelled it like that before Katy Perry did. <laughs> so just Important a couple to, years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so katietessman.com. Yep. I am on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. So whatever social media platform you like. I bet you could find me there. All right. Very good. Are you excited about this gig coming up? Or are you nervous? I am so excited. Are you it, nervous? It's, it's kind of like a wedding, actually. Go on. Because I, um, at the Aster, you can reserve tables. Yes. But the tables are of four. So if there's some twosies, yeah. I think I might put them together so that more people... The last time I performed at the Aster in February for the Hero Now Crowned release... We sold it out. Right. And so I want to make sure that everybody can come. Right. So um, I've been thinking about that. Nikki Lemire is going to be doing an opening set. And then my band is playing with me. My son, Lewis, is my lead guitar player. Which mm. so I, we great. heard him earlier. Yeah. I was, I'm going to be honest. A lot of times when people say, oh, no, my son's in a band. You're like, oh, no. That was great, though. It was yeah, really good. Absolutely. Yes. So, I mean, does he enjoy playing? Is it weird for him to be playing with mom at a rock show? I have checked in with him for the past year and a half that we've been starting to do this. Yeah. And we play as a duo. Right. And as a full band, Katie Tessman and the Turnbuckles. Uh-huh. And, you know, I check in with him and he says, no, mom, I love playing your music. <laughs> but maybe because weird. I let him have, you know, a 16 bar solo whenever he wants one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. You've got four bars, son. Four bars, and you shut that down right now. All right. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. wow. Yeah. A friend. A friend of mine described me. Uh, you know, like when I play solo, he said your music is is like a handmade Valentine. It's really sweet and lovely and authentic. But when you play with Lewis, the Valentine opens up, and then it's filled with glitter. <laughs> so nice. yeah yeah and then um i've got a the drummer named kelly lima we went mm-hmm. to high school together wow. and then um back in the 90s i was in a band called joe's elevator and so it is that um bass player tom lear who is in katie tessman and the turnbuckles and then nikki lemire sits in with us mm. that night um and then closing the night will be rain tribe Okay. And Rain Tribe, I don't know. It's how we're going to wrap things up. But before we say goodbye, I do got to thank uh, Smart Start MN. I also have to thank uh, Scott McKay, our mortgage yes. guy, right? Yep. Uh, and you, Sean Bernard. Yep. Again, thanks for putting everything together last night. Oh, that Patreon was, event was cool, man. And you, love, you do all the heavy lifting on those, and I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, I love those events, and I love that we have an opportunity to provide those concerts for our, not only our Patreon members, but listeners of the show, family, friends, everything else. It's great. Uh, and also, I want to thank, before we say goodbye, AudioQuip, because yes. without them, we are nothing. This whole room is filled yep. with glorious state-of-the-art equipment, up to and including the point that Katie was like, are these new microphones? 
even though we've had them for years, yeah, yeah. they're that good. They are that good. They're that good. Yeah. So our thanks to Audio Equip. If you have any sort of uh, broadcasting, whatever needs, please get in touch with them because they're good people as well. And much like you said about Scott McKay, Sean and I have had one particular ethos. I don't know if it's our mission statement, but one of the main things that we adhere to is that we won't work with jerks. And if we yeah. have a jerk on the show, it's happened once or twice. Yeah. Not often. Not very often. They're not coming back. No. But then every once in a while, we have someone like Katie Tessman on the show. You are delightful, by the way. You are you are so much unbridled energy that I did. I'm always like, oh, man, come on. I'm, trying to, I'm just trying to keep up, Katie. I'm just trying to keep up. Tell me about this band right here that we're going to end with and why. Again, uh, coming up on the 14th, Astor Cafe, same day your record comes out, katietessman.com. Please now tell me about Rain Tribe. But first, I want to say thank you to both of you so much for being a champion of the local arts community. And uh, so your website says um, that you focus on music and arts and culture yeah. And and community. Yeah. Yes. So thank you. That's the whole for bit. Being, so thank you so much for being a champion of this community. And we we um we need people like you. So thank you so much. That means a lot. Yeah. Thank this you. is my third time episode. <laughs> yeah, Brian's gonna start crying. Uh, oh, you're amazing. Uh, that's not <laughs> you true. Both, you both are amazing. Stop it, Katie. <laughs> I see you. She's never she's <laughs> I know. never coming back exactly. again. Never coming back again. Oh. The last song on my album is called <laughs> Tulips and Daffodils. And it is a song about um, the sorrow and the, uh, that you have to deal with when you're left behind when someone passes away. Mm. So when the album comes out, Brian, I want you to listen to it in private. Stop it. <laughs> Katie, I already asked you once nicely. <laughs> okay, this last band, Rain Tribe, um, is fronted by Michael and Kurt Koppelman Brothers. Michael Koppelman is the producer of my album, Fly, and he is so amazing to work with. Um, Describe I, that for me for one second. Uh-huh. I don't want to make this go too long, Yeah, but there's so much about music, like I've met so many songwriters. I've met very few producers, unfortunately. What makes, from an artist's perspective, a producer... Because you didn't say he was great. You didn't say he was good. You said he was amazing. What makes him amazing to work with? It is a partnership where you basically have to be naked and comfortable. So these songs... I've never been those two things at the same time. It's so hard. (laughs) Never. It is so hard. And um, because... When you're doing art, you are exposing yourself in a really intimate way, one-on-one, and that that producer needs to let you know if it's worth sharing with the world and expanding. And Michael did it in such a soft, caring way. I felt safe and heard, protected, and and honored. (laughs) Are we still talking about music? It's a, pl- <laughs> a pl- platonic professional. Yeah, no, 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 we got it. We right, got I, it. I, 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 I didn't mean to go right down to the basement on that one. I apologize because that was a truly honest and tender moment. And I think that those things can exist almost no matter what somebody does. Yeah. But yeah. when you start to open yourself and you you have a trusting relationship somewhat with a relationship with someone, it's it's a good 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 thing. It is a good thing. There it is go. such a good thing. All right. So tell me more about this band, and we got to yes. go. So, Rain Tribe um, Brothers, they were uh, like 
all over the Minneapolis music scene in the 90s. And then life happens. And then just recently... The, the the brothers decided, hey, let's let's redo, let's start up our old band, and the bass player in the band is Michael's nineteen year old son, and wow. the lead guitar player is my son, Louis Tessman Stanick, and this is a song that they wrote and recorded way back, like in nineteen ninety five, um, and they redid it in a different key because Michael's we all as we get old our voices lower. Yeah. So it's his Michael's what voice. What do you mean we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael's voice really shines in this and and he gave lots of space for Lewis to do the outro solo. So it's called Rain Tribe and yes this is Lewis's third band. And I'm so proud. Are you his manager? Are you a stage mom now? Yes. Congratulations. Watch well done. out for Burning Blue Rain in February at KJ's Hideaway. Um, but yeah, I would love to see people come to my um, album release and in, and you'll hear Rain Tribe closing that show out. Uh, and thank you, Sean and Brian, for this time.
And I won't go up in a chair